Hey, this is the Mark Butler Show, episode 50. And when you're in a service business, really when you're in any business, but especially in a business where you are having one-on-one client relationships, I guess this would probably apply in almost any relationship that you have. But let me tell you some stories about how I think that in any relationship that you have with your clients, you need to have your own rules for how you're going to act in those relationships. And you have to stick to those rules. This is something that many, many service providers, especially new, new service providers, struggle with. Because when you come into a situation where you can see that the client interaction is not going in a direction that you're going to like, meaning the client's going to ask you for things that you're not excited to offer, or that you have to do things in a certain way for this certain client that you know fall outside of your normal workflow, I want to encourage you to have strong rules in those situations and stick to those rules. Ask your clients to partner with you and acknowledge that you have great insight on what the best workflow is and even to adapt their business to your best workflow within reason. Let me tell you a couple quick stories. This past week, I had a client reach out to me and point out that I'd made some, I'd made a a mistake in her bookkeeping and in her budgeting. And she was absolutely right. I did make the mistake. Here's the reality about me that I've learned over four years of doing the work that I've done. I'm actually just slightly mistake prone. I don't have a great, I don't have great attention to detail, which is an ironic thing and a strange thing to admit when you're in the business of bookkeeping. But what I've realized is I'm not great on the initial details. When I take a run through data and when I'm categorizing transactions, balancing accounts or whatever, I tend to make some mistakes. But without even realizing it, over the last four years, I've built systems that catch my mistakes for me. One of the biggest systems I've built is the decision as a bookkeeper and a freelance CFO is to meet with every client every month and in that meeting to review every transaction with the client. So when I'm reviewing every transaction with the client, we catch my mistakes. Now you might think, well, that's embarrassing. Well, it's not embarrassing for me. For other people, it might be, but for me... I run through the transactions for the, for the specific purpose of catching any small mistakes I might have made in categorizing transactions. That way, at the end of the month and at the end of the year, I feel like we have extremely accurate bookkeeping. Well, in this case, I had made a mistake with the client, but I had broken my own rules in how I work with this client and, and me breaking my rules had led to my mistake. Here, and I found out, actually, as I was thinking about her case, because I've made some kind of big mistakes in her work, and it's frustrating me. That is embarrassing me. Recurring mistakes that I'm not catching. I don't like that feeling. And of course, it hurts her confidence. So she's having to send me an email that says, Mark, listen, man, I, I like you, but this is kind of hurting, hurting our whole deal here when you're making these mistakes. And I replied to her and I said, you're 100% right. And I'm, I'm struggling to figure out what is going on here that I have at the moment, say, 20 clients. And I have one client where I'm making these consistent, embarrassing, not small mistakes. What's going on here? So I sat back. I looked at my workflow with her and I realized, oh, I've, made, I've broken three of my key rules in interacting with any client with her. And I've been breaking them for months. Is that her fault? Of course, that's not her fault. It's my fault. It's my fault for not going to her months ago and saying, listen, here are three ways that I ensure accuracy in my business. And if I keep breaking these these rules with you, I'm going to make mistakes in your business and that won't be your fault. It will be my fault for not asking you to work with these rules of mine. Here are the rules, by the way. 
Number one, I will not work with a bank account or a payment processing account with any of my clients that does not have a visible account balance. In other words, there's some of these payment processors where, or shopping carts where they process payments for you and they'll give you sales reports, they'll give you transaction histories, but they won't tell you at any given moment how much money is in transit between the payment processor and the bank account. So this is the opposite of something like PayPal or Stripe. At any given moment, I can go into PayPal or Stripe and see, oh, the current balance in PayPal is X. The current uh, balance in, in Stripe is Y. And my balance in my, my budgeting software, my bookkeeping software, is a match for those numbers or it's not. And if it's not a match, I need to fix it. I broke this rule with her. She's using a, a random payment processor that does not have a visible balance, so I can't reconcile my work against a visible balance in her payment processor. Now, I noticed this months ago, and I even brought it up to her, and I kind of softly said, you know, it would really help if we didn't use this particular system. And at the time, she pushed back a little bit and said, you know, I'm all set up in there. I don't, I don't really want to change. That was the moment where I should have had integrity with my own rules and said, here's the deal. If you continue, continue to use that system, I can't force you not to, but I can't guarantee that I won't make mistakes. The probability of me making mistakes goes way up when you're in that system. So are you willing to make a change or, or do you want to stay in that system and have my mistake risk go up? Your financial management be that much more risky. Do you want that? But I didn't have the integrity to do that at the time. And it circled, you know, it came back months and months later to where I made a big mistake and it didn't cost her a bunch of money, by the way. What it did was it fooled us into thinking she had some money that she didn't actually have. So our budgeting made it look like she had more cash than she had. And so our budgeting was wrong. And it meant that she had to go earn a little bit more money than she thought she was going to have to go earn. That's my fault. It's my fault because I didn't catch the mistake, first of all. It's my fault because months ago, I didn't tell her to change the system that was, was going to create that mistake in the first place. The second mistake I, I, or rule I've broken there is I will not work with any bank account where I cannot access the account and all the information I need without asking the client for any help. So in this same payment processor, there's this weird deal where I could do an export from the payment processor, but in order to do it, I had to export the data and it went to her inbox and then she had to forward it. Now she's very proactive and she always forwarded the, the downloads quickly, but it created this extra level of friction in the bookkeeping where I couldn't just do my work. I had to ask her for help in order to get my work done. And that's a rule I, I should not break. I never break it, but in this case, for some reason with this client, I broke it. And I shouldn't have. I have, I have another client right now where I, I had to sit the clients down and tell them the same thing. Listen, I've been breaking my own rules here. It's not your fault. It's my fault. I have to have access to these bank accounts without reaching out to you. If I can't have access to the bank accounts, I can't do my work. So we've got to figure something out. And I've even gone so far, this really surprises other bookkeepers that I've mentioned this to, I will go so far as to say to my client, here's the deal. The best bank you can be banking with in terms of our relationship is Bank X. Will you switch to Bank X? Will you move your business account to Bank X in order to make our relationship easier uh, to remove friction from our relationship. And other bookkeepers are like, you, you'll ask people to do that? Yes, I will ask people to do that. And I've had clients do it because removing the friction 
from the financial management of their business is that important to me. And if I'm working with the right client, it's that important to them. So they'll switch banks in order to solve this problem. That's the second, that's the second rule I broke with this client. I've broken it with a couple other clients, and now I'm cleaning up my messes. I'm going to have the integrity to go to these clients and say, this has to change, or you're going to have to find a different bookkeeper. The third rule I've broken that I will not be breaking in the future is I don't do any significant information processing or consulting through email. I've told my clients, email is great for rescheduling appointments. Email is great for sending a quick note of congratulations. Hey, good job. You're having a great month. Talk to you in two weeks. Or for them to send me a quick note of warning. Hey, by the way, the thing we thought was going to happen isn't going to happen. So we'll talk about it in two weeks. The one thing I will not do is have a client email me and say, hey, I'm dealing with circumstances X, Y, and Z. What are we going to do about circumstances X, Y, and Z? And then I get into this email thread with them. Well, we could do this. Well, we could do that. It's tedious. It's time consuming. And it's mistake prone. I do my best consulting work. I do, I do great consulting work when you and I are sitting face-to-face by video chat. We're talking through the issues. We have the numbers in front of us. We're talking about all the opportunities and scenarios. There's no back and forth between, in, in email. I'd also broken that rule with the client that I mentioned earlier. She was sending me emails about, hey, this needs to be updated. And then I would reply and say, okay, I'll get to it. Well, I, I don't get to it. That's the thing. Email is not my medium. So when I let a client send me important information by email and ask me to make changes to their finances based on an email, I'm setting myself up for failure and I'm setting them up to get terrible service. So I had to actually, this client that I'd made all these mistakes for, it's a funny situation because I'm the one who's made all the, all the mistakes and I've acknowledged and owned those mistakes 100%. What's really funny about that situation is Then I go back to her and I say, here's the deal. 100% everything here, my fault. I own it. I owe you an apology. You have that apology. It's all on me. Now, here's the thing. If I'm not fired, and I understand if I am, but if I'm not fired, here are the rules. (laughs) So having having disappointed her, having given bad service, now I'm going to impose rules. Does that sound strange? Here's the thing. It's the only way I can give her good service. Because the rules are the rules. They're working for all my other clients. Why wouldn't they work for her? So I have to go to her and I say, rule number one, I will not work with a payment processor where I can't see a visible balance and reconcile against it. Number two, I will not work with a payment processor or bank where I cannot access all the information I need by myself without reaching out to you. Number three, I will not do significant consulting by email. I'm happy to get on a phone call almost any time. My normal engagement is that we'll do a 60-minute phone call each month. But if you're in a pinch and you need to talk, I would so much rather have you text me even and say, Mark, I need 20 minutes with you on the phone. I am so happy to reply to that and jump on a video chat with you rather than get into a long back and forth by email. So I, even as the one who made all the mistakes, had to go to her and say, I made the mistakes. I'm probably fired. I'm not mad at you if you fire me. If you don't fire me, here are the rules that you have to follow in order for me to give you great service. And you know what? She was great about it. She's really great about this whole thing, by the way. She replies and says, I totally understand those conditions. Give me a week to decide whether or not I think those conditions are worth it. And I said, absolutely. 
That's totally fine. Thank you for approaching our relationship that way. Bottom line, everybody, you have got to know your rules. You have to know the conditions under which you can do your best work. And you have to have the integrity to not break those rules. When you come into a client situation and the client says something, whatever the conditions are, it's the technology they use, it's whatever it might be, they come to you and they say, well, we work with this. You have to, at the start of the relationship, say, here's the thing. I understand that you use that technology. I understand that you use that bank, whatever it is. In order for me to give you great service, either you have to change that technology, stop using it, and I'll give you something better, or I'm actually not the service provider for you. And I do that because I know that if I don't follow my own rules, I'm setting myself up for failure I'm setting you up for disappointment. So I have to have integrity with those things. Stick to those rules. Figure out what they are. Have the integrity to stick to them. I hope you're having a great week. I hope you're enjoying the work that you're doing, and I hope that you're not making mistakes like I made in the last week. But if you do, learn from them and move forward from there. Have a great week.